This podcast was recorded before the major outbreak of COVID in India during April and May 2021 that had brought the country into a major medical crisis. Joining me back in our familiar virtual studio for this recording today and to help me ask our guests some questions, I have a keen student of spirit work from Carlisle in Cumbria. It's Joanne Galloway. Joanne is a partner of Spirit to Talk, a working medium herself, and her voice has already been heard in the Spirited Talk short editions. Welcome, Joanne. This is Spirited Podcast with your host, Trevor, and a carefully selected guest, ready to share their knowledge and experience on their specialist aspect of their work with the spirit world. So grab your notepad and pen, pin your ears back and open your mind. It's time for a podcast session. Writing with Spirit with Kavya Jaiswal. Our main guest today is someone we're all familiar with. She recorded her story with us back in the middle of last year. And that story proved to be extremely popular with the listeners. So popular that her story is the most downloaded from both season one and the current season. This young lady entered our hearts and her story gave us an insight into her life working for Spirit in India. She's back for a catch up and share with us some tips and information about something she's mentioned in that story. And that subject is her inspired spirit writing. Ladies and gentlemen, for this podcast special, I'm delighted that we're speaking to our Spirit to Talk friend and ambassador, Kavya Jaiswal. And yes, indeed, a very good morning to you all. It's morning as we record this here in the UK. And I believe it's late afternoon where you are in New Delhi, Kavya. Yes, Trevor, it's 2.30pm here. And it's a bright and sunny day. You know, I could be honest and say where I am in Wigan, it is bright and sunny. Unfortunately, it comes with a minus temperature attached to it. So it's bright, sunny and blooming cold. Let's have a chat with Joanne, who's speaking to us from, I think, Carlisle. Tell us about the weather out there, Joanne. Yeah, well, it's uh, like in Wigan, Trevor, it's nice and sunny, but I think it's probably cold when I go outside, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the trick. I found that through the whole of this COVID lockdown. The best thing to do is not even go out. I should introduce you two to each other. Joanne Galloway, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm a spiritualist medium and healer from Carlisle in Cumbria. I've been working with the spirit world for about 10 years now, and, and it's lovely to be here today. And I don't need to ask Kavya to explain herself because she's a little mini star. Everybody knows about Kavya. But whereabouts are you at the moment, Kavs? I'm at present located in Kolkata. This is in the state of West Bengal in India. That's different from last time. Last time, were we in New Delhi? I come from New Delhi, but uh, because I'm married here in uh, Calcutta, Trevor, I often travel to Delhi and sometimes even stay there for a while. But uh, travelling between both the cities is quite um, a regular thing for me. Well, it's good to have you here, Kavya. I've been wanting to do this ever since I heard your story six months ago, because you do something that's truly fascinating, something I have a great interest in. And I know that Joanne has great interest in, and that is that of automatic inspired writing. I put those two together. We'll explain the differences shortly. So, after that interview went out, Kav, was there any response from any of your network of friends in India? Yes, Trevor. Many of my friends have come back asking for more about uh, mediumship, about how the readings happen, what is psychic, what is mediumship, what's the difference between the two. And uh, also, they have been very interested in automatic writing of late, something that I haven't seen over the years. 
So people are waking up to communication with the spirit is what I have observed in the uh, recent times. Very humble of you there saying that because I was more curious as to how the original story interview that you did, how that went down with your network, because I mean, it boomed across errors. You were one of the most popular, as I said. And I just wondered if you've had any after effects of that interview. There have been quite a lot of queries and the feedbacks and the reviews that have come back People have found something of interest in that interview. Hugely grateful to you for that. Ever since we went uh, in the situation called COVID, people have lost a lot of uh, their loved ones. And uh, through the information you have sought in the interview from me, they have found out a lot about how life works on the other side, how life is post the body is gone, and how and what we can do to enrich the present state of affairs. So yes, the interview has brought in a lot of curiosity and a lot of people have approached me after that. And on that subject of the COVID, I believe India's um, having yet another big wave of the virus. Oh, certainly. We don't know if we can call it just the second wave or the third wave. With, with the more awareness of the virus coming in, now more and more people are susceptible and uh, the spread is even faster than last time. So if we have to go by percentage of the uh, of the number of people who were affected to the fear it had generated the first time, this time I feel like people are not so scared and uh, they are acting a little bold. And due to that, our country is again uh, facing lockdowns in many cities and states. You've put some very kind words there for people. Um, you're acting very bold because we've got a lot of people acting very bold in this country. We don't call them bold, we call them stupid, because they have no idea that running around in their community is people with invisible shotguns killing people. And they, the people doing it don't even know they got the shotguns, but that's what it is. And I often think that, you know, that if I'm, I'm ranting here and this won't go in the interview, but if we could see COVID, like we could see soldiers with guns on our, you know, walking around shooting people, we wouldn't go out the doors, would we? we yeah, it would scare us. Anyway, let me get back. That's me ranting. Early morning, I like a good rant. But through all of this crisis, Cav, are you able to continue with your daily routines? And are you still busy with your spirit work? Well, um, after we learned about the lockdown, which was a completely new term before COVID happened, there is nothing like a routine that is a part of my life anymore. And the work with spirit continues, except for the fact that I don't meet people anymore for readings or for teachings. But everything is happening 100% online. That's effective as well, I'd like to clarify. Because most of your family members are around for a better part of the day. A routine that was earlier helpful is no longer in place. So there, we are not working with routines anymore. You've got to be uh, active, you've got to be spontaneous, and you've got to be creative with how you're using time. You are so wise, young lady. You are so wise. And you did hint in this little bit of a build-up here that you are still doing some writing. Yes, I am. And I continue to do that. Probably I take some time off from the daily routine, as we would call it, maybe 20 or 30 minutes whenever I feel like I can. And I sit down to pen whatever comes to me. There is a huge interest in the subject of automatic and inspired writing nowadays. So I think before we begin, it's worth understanding the difference between the two. Now, as a caveat at this stage, I should say that if what we say to you today does not resonate with your understanding, then that is perfectly okay. 
There is much confusion around the subject and therefore a lot of misunderstandings and even misinterpretations. Today, we're going to be talking of messages written with pen and paper and not those other tools that are often used, such as Ouija boards or other similar methods to get a communication. The subject of this form of communication from an alternative outer force is called psychography, and this phenomena has been known about for centuries. The term automatic writing refers to that where the sitter is holding a pen to paper while in a passive state of mind. In other words, not actively involved in the thinking. There are cases throughout history of this taking part where the sitter is almost asleep when it happens. This form of pure writing is very rare today, probably because of the time and the patience it takes, often over many years of sitting with no results. Inspired writing, on the other hand, is performed where the sitter is in an altered state of mind, but has varying degrees of awareness. Now, I believe this is where our guest's ability lies, and we'll talk to Kavya shortly about her processes and whether I'm accurate. There are many examples of books that have been completely transcribed from the spirit world through a medium. Popular examples are such books as Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh, the whole series of books that he claims to have been written by God coming through him. One of the other popular spirit writers was Patient Worth, who produced much content communicated from the spirit world. Of course, with all of these examples, there will be many scientists and critics that will suggest that this is a simple case of the writer's subconscious mind being active. And of course, to a greater extent, that has to be true. After all, that is where the spirit will communicate with us, through our subconscious mind and our imagination. Even as a medium and a student myself, I have a level of scepticism operating whenever I receive or write something that I feel was inspired by spirit. But that is a healthy frame of mind to have, so long as one doesn't dismiss everything from the spirit world with that kind of attitude. Caveat, before we get going with this podcast, I think it'd be wonderful for the listeners and ourselves to hear a piece of your inspired writing. Would you do that for us, Cap? Certainly, Trevor. This writing was acquired on September 1, 2017. Source, God. In the process of awakening oneself, you often forget that the source of all is one truth and one only, and that is to begin by letting go. Have you wondered how to let go and not forget who you have really descended from? Man learns from high masters and then comes down here where you are to forget what he has learned and do the process all over again. The enactment of the whole event is to make you understand how and why you chose to do it in the first place. You were comfortable and joyful in my home, but the growing need of your soul to disintegrate for becoming an independent identity in your world to learn core values once again through human experience was the plan created and followed through by you, who was then responsible for the tatties picked up on the soul's impressionable structure during the entire course of several lifetimes. You strive to grow, and I support that. But do you know you were growing here too? 
Wow. And you started that by saying, Kavya, that was from God. Yes, Trevor. I have gotten into the habit of asking the source that I'm writing with. So every time I am beginning to write or if I'm already in the flow and I have begun to write without realizing where I'm getting the information from, at the end of the message, I make sure to check the source I have written with and they often give me a name or who they are or where they're writing with me from. Mm. Well, I'm happy to call it God as well because it is the divine force. Just at this moment, ladies and gentlemen, need to say that this is a communication that uh, at the moment we're talking to Kavya. She's 4,000 miles away from us. She's also in one of the busiest cities in India. It's Calcutta. So embrace the sounds that you hear in the background and just think how close the world is when we can hear the traffic of Calcutta while I sit here in Wigan and Joanne sits in Carlisle. That was wonderful. Now then, Kav, how long have you been involved in inspired writing in your life? If I can clearly see myself writing or where I began writing, I feel like, Trevor, I have always been a, a very quiet and an observant child and not uh, speaking much uh, to anybody. So in those times when I felt the need to share myself or my thoughts with someone or what I was feeling, I would often resort to the pen and the paper. In those moments, I realized that my hand would move very fluidly with whatever information I wanted to put down there. Sometimes they would just be the feelings I was feeling. Sometimes they would be the emotions I needed to get out. Sometimes it was uh, something I wanted to ask the higher sources about my life. And uh, there was this incident uh, once when I was in boarding school. There was a new teacher for the subject of English, and she wanted to see how we did, just to get a, get a heads on uh, the kind of students she was dealing with. And she asked us to produce any writing, probably for one page. I went on to write, and I finished about four or five pages where other classmates had written about one or two. And through her remarks on the, that piece of writing, I got, she has a flair for writing. And that's when I realized I wasn't even thinking what I'm going to put down on paper. And what I have written here has got nothing to do with the Nancy Drew or uh, Enid Blyton's that I had been reading. So this was completely different from what I had been exposed to at that age. Wow, that, that's really quite exciting. How long do you spend what we call sitting in the power or meditation? How long do you spend each day? Now, I already know that it's quite, you have quite a routine, but just, just tell our listeners how long. Every day I make it a point, and this is mostly after I just wake up, because the time when I wake up is when everybody else is sleeping around me. So I spend usually 40 minutes to an hour and a half in the entire day to uh, sit in power or uh, to relax myself in meditation. Yeah, I know that. I, uh, we won't remind the listener, but I think your husband's got a nickname for you because, because of the early hours that you get up. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's smiling. Also. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you've had this this discipline for a very, very long time. You have this absolute almost routine uh, or as much as you can close to a routine, don't you? Yes, Trevor. In fact, even during the boarding school days, we were made to wake up uh, in the early hours around 5am every single day. But that was never an ordeal for me. 
because um, I have I have been an early riser since a very young age, and it does come to me naturally when I don't feel like I'm pushing myself out of bed or I'm being forced out of bed. I wake up naturally feeling relaxed, calm, and fresh around those early hours of the morning that we call the Brahma Muhurt. And I have spoken about Brahma Muhurt in my last interview. So if you have set out an intention to work with the spiritual realms or to work for a higher cause, you are naturally in alignment with the uh, energies of the cosmos. And these energies are at the peak in the early hours of the morning or the Brahma Muhurt, as we call it. So, yes, I would like to say that my channels are... Um, aligning can't say they're completely aligned because i am not 100 percent there where i want to be but yes i am uh, almost aligned with the energies of the universe which help me wake up naturally uh, in those early hours your lifestyle is very spiritual am i right in saying absolutely joanne i don't know if you like to call my lifestyle spiritual but uh, everything i do as a part of my daily life I feel it must enrich me in body, mind, and spirit. So all that's becoming a part of me or my life is also setting an example for those around me. So yes, if you'd like to call it spiritual, I have absolutely no um, issues with that. You're very careful with what you eat? I'm certainly very, very careful with what goes inside my body. You are the food you eat or uh, you become what you eat. So if the food is taking a lot of time, if you're eating a lot of non-vegetarian food, now I have absolutely nothing against those who do eat non-vegetarian food, but I personally do not. I'm a complete vegetarian. So if it takes your body anywhere from 24 hours to 72 hours to digest the food you have consumed, that's also creating toxins in the body. Now, creating toxins in the body can result in long-term illnesses or chronic issues. Now, if there are issues with your physical body, your mind is not going to be able to function to its optimum capacity. So a healthy mind resides in a healthy body, and we all are aware of that. So I am definitely careful with what I ingest. Kev, would you describe your routines as somewhat rigid? In other words, you have to do them. I do not call my routine rigid, Trevor, because rigid is something where you're being pushed to do or something that you're expected to do. But nobody has ever asked me to do the things I joyfully wake up in the morning and do. So I can't really call them rigid. But of course, there are other times and situations where I am expected to act differently according to the situation or the event around me. And I'm all right with letting go of the routine for that day or maybe come back to it a little later. So, no, there is a certain amount of flexibility I do imbibe in my daily work, in my daily life. What made you want to do it? So when I was in a state in life myself, I would like to call it a phase where I was seeking answers for a lot of happenings in my life and uh, the kind of relationships and people who were around me. I knew that the answers I was getting from the sources around me, they were not enough or they could never give me the answers I had set out to seek for myself. In that case, I wanted God to be answerable for my situation. 
I know that's very vague and that's very childish, but I did turn up or I did look out for God and I wanted him to answer some questions for me. I didn't know how to do that and I didn't know who could take me there or who could give me the perfect answers that would calm me down with what I was dealing with. So in that state of mind I started to work with meditation more than ever and I always held out a pen and a paper just in case now this wasn't to do automatic writing with god or any other energies but this was just to take down notes from whatever visions sounds or information that may come to me in that meditation uh, on that day So when I realized that I was not just producing bits and pieces of information that were fragments of my own past lives or the past in the present life I realized that the information flowing on the paper was big or probably ran into a few pages and there was continuity there was fluidity in the messages and the best part in these messages or these writing sessions was that I wasn't making a single mistake where i had felt the need i need to strike out a word or there was any grammatical error then i realized that i was doing automatic writing but yes it was my own life and uh, some difficult experiences i was going through that made me sit down to write are you aware of your guides and is there a difference between your ordinary um, spirit team if you like your ordinary guides and those that inspire you to write or do your guides like to pop in a few words now and then yes trevor i'm very much aware who my guides are and how many they are they do change from time to time and when they do whoever is stepping into the new role i'm aware of that too because i'm meditating almost every day i am aware of the subtle changes taking place in my own energy field and who's coming and who's leaving so uh, when i sit down to write it is not just the guides that i'm writing with but, but of course you know that it's easier for the guides to talk to me in my head or through any other means than to make me hold a pen and a paper to take the information they want to bring out through me so i am not connecting with just one guide but i am aware of who my guides are when getting ready for a writing session what different than normal preparations do you make and what tools and equipment do you use now joan i'd like to uh, highlight this point here that since we are working mostly online i am not at leisure to waste any time in personal activities or on entertainment so most most part of the day i'm already involved in spirit work Now, there isn't anything special that i am doing when i want to sit down and write there are even times i feel like i can just hold the pen and the message will flow but these happen on certain days not every single day so um i do not know if the spirit wants to write with me every day that could be like a nerve wracking situation for them or they, it may seem like i'm too demanding that's interesting because the the next question that i was actually going to ask you was how long do you have to sit in the power before you're sort of ready to write but you've you, you because you've spent so long in your life working with the spirit world you are basically right on the edge of in the power at any point So am I right in saying that you don't necessarily have to sit for a long period of time to be inspired to write something? On the days Trevor when I know that um I want to write or uh, maybe a few hours ahead of the time when I know that I need to get some things out from inside me or I want answers about some things 
then those days i take about 15 or 20 minutes to just be by myself and relax myself and when i'm completely calm and i know that i am completely putting my own thoughts out of the way i'm ready to do that i pick up my pen and sit down to write so if i have to meditate or sit in bar before writing they would be ideally 15 to 20 minutes when you're aware it's time to start writing are you aware what you're going to write if so how long is it before you put the words on paper or do you There's just write something from your own mind There is an interesting incident that happened with me last year in the year 2020 Joel and uh, what happened was uh, this is even before covid I was uh, busy with household chores and uh, I was actually folding clothes and in between I heard this sound in my head say get a pen and write I said what wait right now and it said it repeated get a pen and write I said okay fine I left whatever I was doing and got myself a paper and a pen to write when I sat down I realized I didn't have anything to write so I put up the question to this the voice in my head what do you want me to write they gave me some questions and they gave me some information which ran over six pages and then they asked me to bring this out into the world or to publish it i said i don't know how to do that then they reminded me that i have a youtube channel which has been lying dead for a while this was the first video i sent out through automatic writing on 8th of january in 2020 and the message they had uh, given through the uh, writing was a lot to do with the changes that were going to occur in the world the changes in the climate the changes in the relationship that were about to take place and we were not even thinking about covid in those times because probably uh, it was just coming in or it wasn't that big a deal that time and when i went back to listen to that message a few months from when it had been published i realized that a lot of that had already happened so there was one interesting part when they're talking about the climate and here in india if you've heard about the state of rajasthan this is a desert some parts of rajasthan received snowfall for a brief period now imagine where there is no rain and then you get to hear about snowfall so whatever was coming to me from the spirit side this way had proved itself to be true That's quite um, quite phenomenal. Kavya, have you experienced an improvement over the years that you've been doing this in the clarity of the information and the messages? I would like to believe that Trevor, but um I cannot say that I have improved. Only the purview or the areas now that I write for are wider than where I had begun. So initially when it was all about me and getting messages and answers for me, my life, myself, where it's headed, to the point where i am more concerned about the people of the world or humanity or the collective and i feel like when you set out an intention you get the kind of energies who are attuned to those intentions and they come forward to work with you so when it comes to clarity i feel like the clarity in the messages have been there since the very uh, moment i began writing it is just that the purview or the angles now that i write for are wider 
done before. Wow. The, right in there, just in that one or two sentences was a what I would call a piece of gold. You said there for a moment that the people that connect with you are those that come through according to your intentions. I think you said it's something like that. Explain that a little bit. Absolutely, Trevor. I have realized that when the focus was all on me, the source that was uh, connected to me and was interested in guiding me was completely writing the messages and information that would pertain to my life or what's about to come. Now, I'm not saying that they were foretelling future for me, but they were giving me pieces and information that would help me understand my life from a different perspective, a higher one, I would say. Later on, when I could get all the answers I wanted or I needed and put my own thoughts and myself out of the way, I realized that my focus had shifted to helping other people on their spiritual journey. And when helping other people became the center of my work, my life, the sources that I was now connecting with were much varied, coming from higher realms. And they were also many in number. And there were even times when I was connecting with more than one source uh, to write with in the same writing. I think it's time to hear another piece of your work, Cav. Have you got a nice little short one you can read to us right now? I definitely have something here that may prove helpful to anyone out there willing to take it in. So this is acquired on September 2, 2017. God. Now, I would like to mention here that in those days, I have often written with God and realized it much later because the focus was again on myself. So this was the very source who could bring me that information and pacify the cravings of my soul to get the right information from someone or somewhere outside of me and a more credible one. So the source I'm writing here again is God, is with God. The life force energy that nurtures you both externally and internally is the same prana that my flowers and bees receive in heaven. Prana Shakti is all around you. Let me explain to you how it works. Just as in your world, a computer has a platform to set the tone for the work you do. In the same way, your physical and subconscious mind act as a magnet in both its polarities to attract or repel the prana shakti you are living in. One day, ask yourselves to breathe consciously and do so honestly without any thoughts or judgment for the facts like what, how, when, and why. You will feel the free flow of this energy reach each and every cell inside of your body. How do you think that is possible? It is possible by simply switching off the stained filters which you erect as life begins on your plane. And then these filters go on accumulating dust and grime from the dulled and uncontrolled, unchecked thoughts passing over to your subconscious mind as beliefs. Have you wondered why your medicines work faster in several cases, like on your children? 
but you as adults need higher doses you will reason that it is so because your body is bigger i say that is because your problems are bigger and mind it these are not the problems of the physical body but the woes of your stubborn mind the more you allow your untamed thoughts to grow the more you allow the miscreants of the physical life to take charge over you making you more and more unfit to receive the prana i have created this is a process you need to master as you go through life on earth you are the very source from which life generates and multiplies on earth just as you nurture your own child nurture first your mind and then your whole body there are these nodes on each nerve ending which respond to a thought every time you have one just like the leaves on a tree move at the slightest brush of air passing through them in the same way your nerves respond to chemical waves created by each thought living inside of you whether you generated that in your awareness or passivity the hard disk of your physical body which is the brain is full of these nerves one thought is powerful enough to swing your life from one present moment into another probable future how do you think you have lived so far it is this one thought that guides how the prana shakti will be received or repelled by various parts of your physical mental and spiritual constitution cleanse 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 all known levels because unless you do you stand in your own way of development of life within and all around you a dirty sieve will not allow liquid to pass through it just in the same way how do you expect the prana that is available all around you to become a part of you if the filters are clogged for eons you live lives on several planes of existence and in several worlds not just where you are born at this moment your soul has the tendency to take in all that is freely available like a child and then your ego self kicks in from the overdose of the chemicals you have just absorbed and begins to process these life threatening ideas transforming them into your inner demons preventing energy from the light from permeating your cells now do you see how you did it when i say go back to school unlearn relearn reboot your sensory and extrasensory perceptions you come down in different worlds to upgrade these aspects and move further in your journey when you've written something like this are you surprised when you read it back yes joan whenever i have produced any piece of writing i do not go back to it immediately after i've written it down but when i am all back and into my present moment and take a look at what i have written i am completely surprised and sometimes even wide-eyed because i was nowhere close to the thoughts of what i had penned down so creatively or so much in depth on the paper so i'm definitely surprised by what's coming 
through spirit writing. I've got to ask, because I'm a typical man and a perfectionist in what I do sometimes, when you're rereading it, when you've, you know, you've transcribed something like this from uh, another source, are you tempted to sort of change a few words to make it sound even better? I... After realizing the depth of what has come forward through this communication, I have never felt tempted to change any word or sentence to find to find a more befitting one for that paragraph or that part that talks about life, uh, life beyond life, or anything philosophical. Because I feel whatever is coming to me is coming to me from a source that is outside of me. That's not something I have uh, I have any knowledge about. And I have definitely no idea about uh, what I'm going to produce when I'm writing it. So I leave the writing just the way it has been given to me. Could you talk us through that process of writing? What What's your favourite pens? What's your favourite pencils? And what books do you use to write on? So when I feel like I want to sit down and write a few sentences or get something out from inside me or write something that I'm being nudged to produce on paper, I do keep aside a few sheets of paper and a pen that's my favorite at that time. I usually lean to writing with a ballpoint pen. I do make sure that the pen is writing well and is fluid and the movement is um, smooth. The pen and the papers that I use for writing, I keep them aside and do not allow them to be brought into use for daily purpose. There is another one reason why I believe I need to keep the pen and the paper in a sacred spot or away from uh, the reach of uh, children or other family members is because when I'm writing, there is my energy involved in writing. When I'm receiving this information, it is coming to me from an external source, an extremely higher one. So whatever is bringing the two of us together is also uh, rubbing on to the pen and the paper that I'm producing this information with. Like everything is vibration, frequency, and energy. Even the words that they give me uh, while writing and when I'm reading them out to somebody uh, is producing some kind of healing at some level. So I do not allow anybody to mix their energy with my uh, set or my stationery that I use to produce my writing with. So the process I follow for my writing is very simple. As I have maintained, even for my mediumship connections, I like to keep my communication with the spirit world as simple as possible. If I have to go through a tedious process of doing something every single day or as often as I want to do it, I may never want to do it or not come back to it as often as I would like to. This may be procrastination, this could be laziness or anything along those lines. So when I know that I want to sit down and write, I focus on my breath, I focus on relaxation and anything that helps bring a more positive environment uh, around me. So probably light a camphor lamp or a diffuse some essential oils. And when I am far more relaxed than when I had begun, I know it's time to hold my pen.
Do you always transcribe in English or sometimes you use your native language? I have always written in English because I have really never thought about writing in any other language. There are maybe a few pieces where I have written in Hindi, but uh, apart from that, I can't seem to remember writing in any other language. But uh, one incident does come to my mind where I have sought more information about the sources that have presented themselves to write with me. And some of them have been saints or high masters, and they have identified themselves to be from Spain, Italy, or some other part of the world. The language from those countries are not known to me. I'm not trained in those languages. So I have only gone as far as asking who the source is and not writing in any other language apart from English and a little bit of Hindi. Do you find that the longer you stay in that power state, the deeper that the message is? Well, I'd like to reiterate here, Trevor, that if I'm taking some 15 or 20 minutes before the actual writing session begins, I'm already allowing myself to slip into a state that is going to be deep, very relaxing, and the state I want to achieve to get these messages uh, from the higher sources. The longer I sit in writing has nothing to do with the kind of information I'm producing because when I'm already in that zone, in that deep or that place where we all want to be, probably slightly altered, I can call it. I'm already beginning the first sentence where I don't know what the information I'm writing is or where it is coming from or what it is going to lead to. But when I go back to reading it, it makes perfect sense and it's in an alignment with uh, whatever has followed in the later paragraphs uh, from where I had begun. So I feel like I'm already in that energy when I have begun to write. And this is what I maintain throughout my writing. Till the very moment, I feel that the message is complete and I can put my pen down. What advice would you offer somebody looking to explore this aspect of work and perhaps try it themselves? I would like to advise anybody who's aspiring to write through automatic writing is to first learn to meditate. In fact, it's not learning to meditate, it's letting go and that's how you meditate. So when you have allowed yourself to let go of everything that's coming or acting as a hindrance in the thought process, you have learned to become a passive channel or you have allowed yourself to get out of the way and allow this intelligent form of communication to come in. But to be able to understand that you're doing it, you need some practice, you need to observe yourself and for sure this might not happen in the very first go. So be patient and also seek help and advice from those who have already been doing automatic writing or inspired writing for a while to get a heads up on the energy and how to sense the difference when a source steps in to write with you. Not every time the source is going to be a pleasant or a higher one. In that case, you must know how to differentiate or distinguish the energy from the higher source to your own thoughts to the lower form of entity that has appeared to write with you. This requires a little bit of practice, but uh, remaining on high vibrations before you begin definitely helps to attract the positive beings towards you. 
My recent guest, Andrei Georgievich, described well how to become more passive when sitting in the power. He suggested that the more time we practice sitting in the power, the more we learn to slow down the thoughts of our mind. And when this happens, we create spaces in our thoughts where the divine intelligence can use it to communicate with us. A friend of Spirited Talk, Patricia Jean Fleming, recently joined me on a Spirited Talk a short edition to record. She read a piece of work that she'd been recently inspired to write. On rereading it to me, she was overcome by the emotions. You can hear that in the recording at the end. This was because the divine intelligence was talking through her to some degree and she got caught up unexpectedly again in the energy and the emotions of that moment. So it's worth learning to understand how our emotions and energies are changing and influenced by these intelligent forces that Caviar's talked about today. The spirit world, the divine, whatever you choose to call it yourself. And understand also that the trance state, the altered states of mind, are not something only people with superpowers can achieve. We all can do it. Throughout our daily routines, we change our states of mind while we're daydreaming or focusing on something. These are altered states. It is through explaining these different states of mind and learning to understand the processes, we become able to learn more about our deeper potential and in doing so, give the divine intelligence a canvas to work with. Caviar, can you leave our listener with your suggested way that they should start this inspired writing for themselves and how to go about it. As I have always maintained throughout this session of podcast, I would like you to begin by centering yourself or bringing your focus to your breath. When you know that you are focusing on your breath, your mind is neither wandering in the future, imagining all sorts of things, or lost in the memories from the past. This definitely helps you to get yourself out of the way. So if you are in the beginning stages of automatic writing, you might want to work a little longer with meditation because communication with the spirit world requires a lot of patience. So if the spirit world is willing to work with you, they definitely know the kind of thoughts that are running in your mind. If you have a chore or an activity to rush towards right after your writing session, you might want to skip writing for that moment or that day because they are completely aware of the thoughts you're producing. So if they know that you're already thinking about the next stage or where you want to go, what you want to do after this writing, the writing may not happen or the messages may not come through at all because, once again, you are getting in the way of your own thoughts and you're getting in the way of writing that way. So begin by practicing sitting in silence for a few minutes every single day, then gradually increase the time you're sitting in silence. And then from there on, you can begin to feel that you are in a space or when you're in a space that's completely blank or very, very peaceful, and you're no longer bothered by the thoughts or memories of a situation or people or any emotion, you know you're in a good position to hold the pen and ask a question or just allow the messages 
that the Spirit wants to deliver through you onto the paper that time. That's great advice, Kavya. Thank you very, very much. Just before we go, I'd like to thank Joanne for joining me today on here. And before we close your microphone down, Joanne, have you got anything you'd like to say to Kavya at this point? found it really interesting, everything she's brought forward today. It's been really, it's a pleasure being here this morning and learning from her. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you very, very much for joining me today, Joanne. You've certainly had a, a behind-the-scenes look at how we do this. Kavya, I think we've learned a lot in exploring your abilities today, and we're certainly a little bit wiser to how this inspired or automatic writing, how it works with you. What I'd like you to do, Kavya, is close this podcast with one of your favourite pieces. This source of writing or piece of writing came to me on April 15, 2021. Source is Buddha or Gautam Buddha or Lord Buddha as we know him. Divine nature of love. There is only one feeling that reigns supreme in all beings, whether on your plane or elsewhere. What you have gained through this feeling enables you to achieve a higher strata in your spiritual being. The subject of love is, however, a taboo or looked at from a perspective which is not as high as the feeling itself. I have often preached about its divine nature and magical powers. It can heal, it can repair and bring one back from the deepest, darkest abyss of lower nature and tendencies. Even science, rather, psychology, understands this and acknowledges the power of love in one's life and in the dealings that one human being can have with another being. While I am here, let me also tell you that the dependence of someone on this feeling called love along with its fulfillment in their life, can make them climb mountains, while the lack of it can have them bury themselves into nothingness. Its power is so great that in its purest form, it can gracefully shake the faulty foundations one has been living by and coax them to construct a healthier one. It can bring unknown people together to work for one cause joyfully, while the absence cannot hold the masses together. On your plane, the feeling of love is one of the highest vibrations one can hope to attain and live in. What you feel is what you emit. If this is true, then what you emit is who you are. If you are a frequency that is close to what we would like you to be, then your journey in the physical world is curtailed and this means you get to join us and other high vibrational beings in higher planes of existence, far and beyond the dense vibrations of your world. Your earthly life often seems a drag and full of crooked pathways because you choose to pass through difficult experiences which are not in alignment with your soul's true nature. When finally, after years of turmoil, rather eons of struggle, your soul has learned that the ultimate lesson for the life 
inhuman body is love and has begun to work towards it your journey begins from there many of you want to experience it but rarely do you want to be the source for it first give and then hope to receive what you give out will return to you what you take will have to be returned balance will be established in any which way so then what is the point in waiting you be the source and inspire others to become the same since one life can and does affect many why not use this chain reaction to create something worthwhile when you grow your brothers and sisters grow too love is the most inexpensive gift you can give to one another writing complete can i just ask for myself and the listeners where can we find more information about you and your courses that you provide particularly with the inspired writing and the automatic writing we've been discussing here today so i am available on various uh, social media platforms on facebook and instagram i'm available as psychic medium kavya jaiswal that's k a v y a j a i s w a l on youtube i'm available as kavya jaiswal psychic medium at all these places i often send out information about when my next batch is beginning or if they'd like to do it as an individual they want to connect with me like that they can approach me through the whatsapp button on my page on facebook psychic medium kavya jaiswal and that's also got another name shiva says holistic healing center if they would like to learn tarot card reading or i'm also about to launch a new course that would help them get more in tune with the real abilities they want to develop psychically or how to develop this themselves better and in a simple way psychically thank you joanne and of course kavya is a a member of the friends of spirit to talk group so why not pop along and tell her how much you've enjoyed this podcast and i recommend you go back and have another listen to her story it's remarkable i'd like to thank my assistant joanne galloway from carlisle for your contributions today It's been great having you share this experience. Thank you Trevor, it's my pleasure. I've really enjoyed it here this morning. Thank you so much. And of course, I am delighted to have spent more time with Kavya today. In my view, you are a beautiful woman, not just on the outside, but inside your soul is so beautiful and so rich. That said, the traffic at Kolkata does show a darker side to you occasionally because the faces you pull when those cars go by beeping their horns outside, oh, it would knock somebody dead if they were looking at you those times. But it has been a delight today. This is a subject that you are so passionate about and I know that our listeners have thoroughly enjoyed it. So please keep doing it. Please stay in touch with us as well. You are a true inspiration. Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful lady that is Kavya Jaiswal thank you so much for having me back here once again to share my gifts with everybody who's willing to learn and uh, i am learning in the process too so thank you for having me here trevor it's always a pleasure to come back and talk to you thank you joanne for asking me those wonderful questions that helped brought more clarity in the way i do automatic writing or inspired writing and to bring in more information for those 
who are willing to work with spirit through this modality thank you once again this presentation was made possible in part thanks to our contributing partners thank you for your support You've been listening to a Spirited podcast here on Spirited Talk. If you want to find out more and how you can become one of our partners, visit us on spiritedtalkpodcast.com. And Spirited Talk podcast is all one word. Finally, before you leave, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever channel you listen to it on. From the guest today and your host Trevor, thank you for listening. Goodbye.